2: All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. We are on the road with women's basketball tonight as we get set for Oklahoma and Texas Tech Wednesday night, 7 o'clock tip, 6.30 pregame. I've got your play-by-play on the Sooner Radio Network. And, of course, you can find the ESPN Plus broadcast by following the link at Soonersports.com. But tonight we'll focus on the men's hoops performance in Waco and the home opener for women's gymnastics. But let's start with basketball. On the road, a heartbreaking loss for the OU Hoops team as the Sooners fall just short behind number 1 Baylor. Last second ditch by Austin Reeves came up off the rim, and the Sooners fell on the road. Toby Rowland joins us, and Toby, quite a performance last night. and What a look for Austin Reeves, and I'm telling you what, I don't know, I'm obviously not an X and O guy, but some of the art that this team performs out of timeout, some of the set plays that they have—holy smokes, T-Row. Lon Kruger's just a magician.
3: Well, he's good, and he's got a—he's got a smart team. It's been fun to watch, especially Brady and Doolittle uh, dissect defenses this year. They are—we uh, talked about this, I think, on Thursday night at Rudy's. They are vets. And they've seen a lot of basketball, and they've become very good at not just figuring out where the mismatch is on the court, but how to get to it. Like, let's say you want to get a shot for Brady, and you want Bandu to be guarding him. It's like shuffling cards. Like, let's shuffle the deck, let's run the weave, you go here, I'll set the pick here, you go there, and then boom. All of a sudden you look up and Bandu is guarding Brady. And they did it. They, They... figured out how to shuffle the cards defensively for baylor to get the matchup they want and some of the younger guys haven't quite figured that out yet i don't know that i figured out how they do it yet but they're really smart at at getting the ball where they want to get the ball on the court now then you got to make the shot and that's not always it's not always happening although it is for brady lately holy cow he's playing great
2: he is um He's, he's on a heater, I think is the best way to put it right now. Have you seen anything in him that's kind of clicked or, or caught
3: your eye? Um, well, I would say two things. One, he's become an excellent defender. Well, that was definitely not the case his first two years of his career. But, you know, he had four steals last night. He gets his hand in passing lanes a lot. He holds up as best he can against those big bodies. Sometimes they don't don't bring him a double team and he'll get back down under the rim. But all in all, he's become an excellent defender. And I think it has given him a lot of confidence on the other end of the court because he just kind of carries himself right now with this get-me-the-ball attitude. I'm going to make the shot. Wherever you get me the ball, I'm going to make the shot um so I think it's just part of growing up it's a part of his maturation you know he'll cool down here eventually and do a little will heat up but um it's fun to watch when he gets going like that it's I awesome wish he had taken that last shot and that's not no offense to uh Austin Reeves I was perfectly comfortable with Austin Reeves taking that shot but that night the way Brady the week Brady's having <laughs> It would have been great if the ball had ended up in his hand.
2: So, again, big one this weekend, Oklahoma, Mississippi State. Get your tickets at Soonersports.com slash tickets. All right, this is kind of cool. Every Tuesday, uh, K.J. Kindler – joins us on my local radio show, and we spend about 30 minutes talking about the OU women's gymnastics team. And we haven't really brought it to the podcast very much, so I thought it might be kind of cool to hear from K.J. Kindler, who joined us in studio to talk a little bit about the Sooners' perfect start and their incredible performance at home against Arkansas. We're season ticket holders. My daughters are diehard fans now, and they'll always ask me a question, and I never have an answer. And seeing the black just kind of reminded me, how do you prevent chalk all over <laughs> the black? That was a question. I, I don't. Like, I was like, I don't think she does, and I know. And so, the they- bigger
1: the hug, the worse <laughs> it gets, especially after bars. So, <laughs> and even my pants, I think, were full of chalk at the end of the day. So, my dry cleaner really likes me.
2: Oh man! Well, yeah. as we're watch- this is gonna be fun. I know that we only got about thirty minutes with you today, but to be able to watch this while you're here, uh, starting on vault. This is looking back on yesterday's win over Arkansas. Overall, kind of how would you feel about the team's performance?
1: Um, I thought they did really well. You know, we definitely didn't hit some some of our landings, had some steps, you know, with the exception of Maggie. So that's somewhere we can really – Gain more points. You know, Allie did an exceptional vault, but she had a small step. Jade, another exceptional vault. Evie, all great vaults, really good height and distance and, and execution. But those steps at the end, they're one tenth. So it's you can't score above a nine nine when you step. And uh, so you saw a lot of nine eight seven fives that kind of thing from our from our ladies. But they can definitely, we can definitely score four tens if you if they stick their landings.
2: This is. This is fascinating because this was the home opener. A lot of work went into it, and we debuted somewhat of a new—why well not somewhat of a new layout? A new layout for how the, kind of the gym was set up. Can you take us through that process and what went into? I, I hate to say the end zones in an inside in in an arena, but that's basically you've now blocked off kind of one of the end zones, and that's become the centerpiece, if you will, of everything.
1: Yeah, we um where the tunnel is, we've put a, a very large banner kinda with all of our all Americans and national champions on it and very excited to have some new faces on that big banner. But um what I notice is when you're watching it, it looks like uh <laughs> people are giants behind them, you know, like it's like Jack and the Beanstalk except oh you gymnastics in the <laughs> and Jack or whatever. But um the, the layout was done that way because we're accommodating more fans and we want everyone to have a good seat so we feel like with that end zone blocked off like that everyone's got a great seat and a good view of the floor and can see everything that's going on and and we're definitely catering to the fans for that and um you know obviously wanting that crowd to continue to grow we're planning we're planning for that
2: that's cool. Yeah, you're right. You see, whenever they're getting ready to run for the vault, <laughs> you just see these monster legs yeah, that are right there. That's AJ them.
1: right there. AJ Jackson <laughs> is on TV again.
2: Yeah, she's not going anywhere. Her monster <laughs> no. legs are behind everyone. Yeah. Um, as a team, through a tough trip on Friday to Tuscaloosa, mm-hmm. you turn around, and Arkansas was really good yesterday. What kind of has caught your eye about your team through your first handful of meets? What stood out?
1: I was super impressed uh, with the Alabama meet. They had over 10,000 fans there. So you're in an environment that's, you know, obviously very pro the other team and and a little bit – there's a lot of energy there, and they have to work through that. and And I said uh, to the press yesterday, like that's a lot of emotion expended, as well as physical, mental, all that stuff. So um, they had an exceptional meet. Getting a, over 198 on the road is always an amazing score, and uh, we actually scored higher at Alabama just by a hair than we did at home. Um, and you'll see that our team's very good on the road, and they can kind of handle those environments. So that's what I was most proud of. They, we went in there. They They hit very well. Maggie, back-to-back 10s, a 10 at Alabama, a 10 at home on her vault, which was literally stuck cold. When she sticks it cold, you can expect that that 10 could definitely go up. But I think we have a lot of athletes that can deliver that, Um, including Anastasia Webb on all her events. Jade Dagovea definitely has the execution to do it.
2: I saw Lindsay Morrison made the projection that the next 10 will come from Jade Dagovea, whom we're watching. right now perform on the vault how have you seen the senior progress this year I know that had battled a bit of a and I don't think she minds me saying it because we saw her going through her stem whenever she was on the air with us last year but it battled through some shoulder issues but oh she stuck that yeah what have you seen so far from her in her development during her senior campaign
1: uh just an incredible amount of confidence and I think that her teammates, you know, that really affects them in a positive way because she never hesitates. Um, if we have one athlete on the team, one, even over Maggie, who has, like, confidence and, and like, you look her in the eyes and you just see, I'm going to kill it. She's got it.
2: It's kind of interesting because now, now we can really pinpoint what they're doing on the TV side. The two keys to the meet were physical recovery. Which has got to be a ch- one of the two keys. Physical recovery, the other one was the, the mental focus, which I know you just talked about with Jade. But how challenging is that? I mean, I know that that is a lot on your strength and conditioning crew. I know yourself and also the nutrition side of things as well because – That's not an easy meet on Friday and then you come home and you want max energy on a Monday.
1: Yeah, we were, you know, obviously we took Saturday off um, and Sunday we went in and worked out right before the meet. And uh, it was important for us to kind of just get back in the groove. Um, A lot of times I'll notice if they have too much time off that they get rusty, quite honestly. And uh, getting in the day before is really helpful, but they do need their rest. So obviously we are emphasizing hydration and good eats and all that good stuff. But um, they did respond well, I thought. And for this early in the season to be able to rebound that quickly, I thought was exceptional.
2: Yeah, it's challenging. I mean, I can't even fathom it. I've learned so much about how much goes into just recovery. And then obviously the toll it takes on your body because we see one performance. Mm -hmm. But that thing's been uh, manicured. It's been... Perfected. I mean, it's that's not the first time that someone's landing or hitting their hands or maybe even falling to a certain degree. So there's a lot of physical pain that goes into gymna- Yeah, excuse me, gymnastics. The coach I never even got, yeah. to be and, honest. And
1: those all around athletes are the ones feeling it the most because you've got Maggie, Jade, and Anastasia all doing three or more events. You know, Jade and I'm sorry, Maggie and Anastasia mm-hmm. doing four. And so they're hitting it. You know, hitting it hard all those nights, you know, and it's so it's much more difficult for an athlete doing the all around to recover. Um, but it's a good sign. It's a good sign for the future.
2: How do you handle, and can you take me through the mental side, for instance? And I'm going to forget which one of your student athletes it was, but you had one of your girls that kind of stumbled and fell a bit on the floor, mm-hmm. and it was somewhat early in the routine. So how do you handle that and make sure that? doesn't affect the rest of their performance because you don't want to count a fall. Mm -hmm. It puts everyone kind of on (laughs) edge a bit, but how do you handle that from a mental perspective and making sure it's ingrained in them that you can't let that affect you the rest Mm -hmm. of the way? And then your next performers, too.
1: Yeah, it was Reagan, for sure, and uh, and it was in Alabama on floor. She had a mistake. She landed – on her backside and, you know, it's never fun. You know, the worst part about that is, you know, you have to finish the routine, even though it's a toss away. (laughs) So you're running into that last pass and it's a hard, you know, she does a very difficult last pass. So you're running into it going, gosh, darn it. I already botched this, you know, Mm -hmm. but as a freshman, um, you know, what's important is she's going to make mistakes here and there. And the whole point of our scoring system is that it does allow for a mistake amongst those six routines. You're obviously going to score higher if you have six hit routines, but, um, to be put in that situation, I think for our team makes them stronger. So now all those athletes that came after her and there were four, you know, they knew they actually knew we we actually can't make a mistake now. And they rebounded mentally. And I think that, that's the best kind of practice you can have it's easy when everybody hits and like right. you're definitely not tested mentally when that happens and when it's just smooth sailing all the time it's those little blips in the radar that actually make your team stronger and she had to go go do beam and did a did a good job but i definitely think you know she let it affect affect her performance a little bit and you just got to throw it away
2: i don't know how they do that i had a bad i had a bad segment on Sunday. I'm still <laughs> mad about it. So I don't I don't know how but you What got... if
1: a basketball player every time they missed a free throw know, right? like went down into the gutter? Like it would be over.
2: Uh all right. So stupid Chris questions that he had when watching on Friday. How how much muscle memory is involved on the floor routine in knowing where you are as far as stepping out of bounds? Because I see I see Maggie – well, I see everyone that performs on the floor, but I'm watching Maggie on Friday night. I mean, Coach, it's it's a, a milli-inch if that's mm-hmm. even a – I don't know if that's a measurement or not but is that just repetition? Is that just like a sixth sense? I mean, what
1: is it? There's a lot of things that go into that. Number one, you have to take the same number of steps every time. And we've had many athletes it in your take head two more oh, and no. they're, out, it's, they're out of luck and out of space. <laughs> so um, we've had that issue before, but you take the same number of steps. It's kind of like the high jump or anything else. You have to have rhythm going into it. And if you If you don't, um, it doesn't happen for you. So it's that repetition, like you mentioned, doing the same every single time. And on floor, you definitely need to have an upward projection. So if you toss it back, like if you throw your head a little bit, you make your tumbling pass longer and then can be in danger of going out of bounds. So, yeah, it's a lot of air awareness and a lot of practice. All
2: right, I'm just watching that. and Oh, look at Lou getting some TV time here. (laughs) What's going on? He's all over it right now. I saw
1: he was in the paper, too.
2: Did he? Yeah, exactly. Front (laughs) page of the paper. I don't know what he's doing to the crowd there, but... uh But, you know, your staff is still, and again, it's consistency that you talked about, but overall, how do you feel about the the way things have started, at least internally with you I guys? I
1: think it, everything's going really well. I think uh, a lot of new faces are getting a lot of experience. We're seeing some really good performances from, like, Emma LaPinta and Jordan Draper, people who um, had some youth last year but have learned so much. You can see that they are much more mature in their performances this year. Um, we also still have Olivia out, and she's only doing bars, and and so that is something down the road that's really going to add some depth to us. She's one of our best performers on every single event. So as she heals, uh, the team gets stronger.
2: So for me, it's been really cool because, as I've told you a couple of times, my girls are are all in right now. I mean, my daughter is in line getting autographs afterwards, wearing her uh, – leotard or what what's is that right yeah leo thank you yeah. see i'm learning i almost said onesie it's not a onesie plank <laughs> oh my god i have so much more. and i'm trying to get on doing a broadcast go figure how mad would you be it's like oh her onesie looks great back to you guys <laughs> but it's so cool to see how uh, a younger generation the young girls are buying and this is nothing new with you know bart's school and the success that you've had here but when you look around that crowd and you see all these young girls wearing the leos and you see them all in waiting in line for the autographs I mean, that's got to make you feel pretty good about the future of the sport.
1: I think that's a real important moment for our team. We want to make ourselves available. We want to be accessible, you know, because all these young girls, as you mentioned, look up to them. They're role models. And uh, for them to be able to talk to them in person and have that one-on-one contact with them, and I think that's just essential in the connection we have with our public. Right. And that's the reason that our our stands are filling up.
2: It's getting it's getting there, man. I love it, and the show around it. You, I, I'm not breaking any news here. If you've paid attention over the last couple of years that KJ has been on with us, that's important to you. Yeah, you want to win, you want national championships, but you want every aspect of this program to be elite, and that's in in arena entertainment. Everything that it matters to you. Everything. Intro video.
1: Everything from the second they walk in the door, that it was easy getting in the building, that um, we had great concessions, that there was entertainment on the video board at all times, um, and that the show is very quickly run. I thought it was um, really like one routine after another. There was no dead time there. And I think, again, having access to our athletes at the end of the event, like that. These are all really important parts of the experience.
2: Yeah. All right. So you went over Arkansas. You take care of business against Alabama, which, again, is still wild to think back of that Alabama meet. They performed as well as they have all season long.
1: Oh, yeah. They brought it. and,
2: And you brought it on another level. So... I mean, these last two meets, just overall, I know you've talked about feeling good as to where you are, but Alabama, to me, really said something about this team in that hostile environment against a team that is, is landing and sticking everything. You guys found another level.
1: Yeah, we. I mean, this beginning uh, of the schedule is very difficult. In fact, this weekend in oh, Dallas, Metroplex and sorry, Challenge. in Fort Worth, we meet Alabama, Georgia, and Denver. Denver's ranked number three right now. So I would say, like, we are challenging them on every level. And uh, this is the big one for us. It's a quad meet, so everything's going on at once. It's also on podium once again. And it's in conjunction with a, a club meet that actually has 5,500 athletes in Oh, my it.
2: gosh. Yeah,
1: it's huge. So this is a really big one for our program. We have a great fan base down there. We always have good representation in the crowd. So... Um, this used to be the arena Nationals was in, but this year Nationals is in Dickey's Arena, which is a brand new arena Ooh, there in Fort Worth.
2: Big time. And the podium meets are big because it prepares yeah. you for that, so that's yeah. pretty cool.
1: So this last hurdle in this first segment of our season, this the, these five weeks have been really difficult, and they're doing exceptional. I'm really happy with how they've handled it.
2: So this weekend in Fort Worth is podium, mm-hmm. the Perfect 10 Challenge. Is a podium meet, too, and then is the Big 12 Championship podium? Yes, yes. Holy smokes, man. It's kind of nonstop. Great job on the in-meet interview. Do you like those or not?
1: I'm fine with them. I love them. (laughs) I'll say whatever, too. (laughs) So
2: you said something about, uh, about just how well you're performing. And I'm like, I think KJ wants to say something about maybe, uh, someone missing a step (laughs) or doing something wrong here, but it was really good. Oh, and then I, I just wanted to add, we bragged about Jade a little bit, but Maggie perfect tens on Friday, yeah, a perfect 10 on Saturday or Monday.
1: She got a 39.9. Um, and only I, 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 Lindsay had a stat, like only eight athletes have ever even gotten that score. And she's four of them, four of the scores. So she's like one of the best ever, ever, ever in NCAA gymnastics. And if you live in the state of Oklahoma, you need to find your way to the Lloyd Noble center while she's still here.
2: So again, Tickets next home meet down the road for women's gymnastics, SoonerSports.com slash tickets. And, of course, Wednesday night, 7 o'clock tip, Oklahoma, Texas Tech in women's basketball. We'll have a Friday edition of the Sooner Sports podcast. Sherry Cole will join us to recap the performance against Texas Tech. Until then, have a great start to your week. And Boomer Sooner, everybody.
1: Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient
3: means big flavor.